You're listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy listening to the podcast and connect with us online at TahlequahUMC.org. May you be blessed by the hearing and reading of Scripture and the meditation on the Word. Have a good day. This year we've taken on this theme of kind of a new advent. We, um, Shannon and I, and recognized that this was going to be a different year. And so let's prepare for a different way of thinking by talking about the new advent. And that's where we are. We're, we're each quarter, we're looking at a different theme. The first quarter, we looked at hope. This quarter, we're looking at peace. And, and then the next quarter, we'll look at love. And then we'll conclude the last quarter with joy. And what a great quarter to talk about joy. And then that fourth quarter, when that last month, we'll be talking about uh, Christmas. And we'll be thinking about the great joy that comes from Christmas. It just lined out that way. I really believe it was a Holy Spirit kind of thing. This quarter, we're talking about peace. And I believe that as followers of Jesus, we are called to be peacemakers. Remember the Sermon on the Mount? Blessed are the peacemakers. We are called by our faith in our baptism to be people of peace. Henry Nouwen reminds us that a peacemaker prays. Prayer is the beginning and the end, the source and the fruit, the core and the content, the basis and the goal for all peacemaking. Henry responds, I say this without apology because it allows me to go straight to the heart of the matter, which is the peace of a divine gift, a gift we receive in prayer. And so before we dive into being sowers of peace, let us pray. Lord, change our hearts. May we be more like you. Lord, I know that there are a lot of us here gathered uh, in person and online, and we're all wrestling with something. Just come. Come and fill our hearts with your peace. Come, wherever we may be in worship. Come, Holy Spirit, and help us be peacemakers, sowers of love, hope, peace, and joy. May we do it in every step and every breath that we take. Holy Spirit, come. In your name we pray. Amen. Our gospel reading for today comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 4, verses 26, and I'm actually going to stop at 32. Let us begin. Then Jesus said, This is what the God's kingdom is like. It is though someone scattered seeds on the ground, then sleeps and wakes night and day. The seed sprout and grows, but the farmer doesn't know how. The earth produces crops all by itself, first the stalk, then the head, then the full head of grain. Whenever the crop is ready, the farmer goes out and cuts the grain because it is harvest time. He continued, What's a good image for God's kingdom? What parable can I use to explain it? Consider a mustard seed. When scattered on the ground, it is the smallest of all the seeds on the earth. 
But when it is planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all the vegetable plants. It produces such large branches that the birds in the sky are able to nest in its shade. This is the scripture of faith for the people of faith. Thanks be to God. Amen. We are called to be sowers of seeds of peace. Jesus modeled that. So shall we. It's that simple, isn't it? But I think sometimes we take that and we, and we want the big things. We want the, the things that get noticed. We, we don't realize that sowing seeds of peace happen in every interaction, every step, every breath that we take is an opportunity to share the gospel, to share the good news. Every interaction, whether it's, it's, a, you know, whether it's just going uh, down the hall or whether it's you know, standing at Walmart or standing at a coffee shop, every interaction is an opportunity to show your faith whether you want to or not. How are you going to do it? The seeds we sow matter. Now, you know, it's one of those things, I always joke about this, because this, this happens to me more than any time. Uh, you happen to be driving down the highway, and, and you get cut off by that, well, that church that has that infamous uh, bumper sticker. You know the church. Insert church name here with crazy cross or some kind of fancy logo. They cut you off. They honk their horn. They give you the international high sign. And you wonder, are they followers of Jesus? The car says they are. The bumper sticker says they are. But are they truly modeling what Jesus showed us how to live? Those seeds we sow matter. And every interaction, I believe that every interaction is an opportunity to share the gospel every opportunity. So like whether you're standing at Walmart and you're looking at that tired worker who's probably on her second job uh, trying to feed her how many kids and you can just see it on her face and she messes up your order. Her response of grace and love goes a long way. Yeah, people are going to mess up. How many of you ever had a job where you had to handle those kind of things? I have to be honest with you, when I worked at Brahms, and I only worked at Brahms for three months, and I only worked at Brahms for three months because I ended up having shoulder surgery, I took a leave of absence, and I'm still technically on a leave of absence. I never gave them my notice that I'm quitting. Keeping something in my back pocket in case this ministry gig doesn't work, I can scoop ice cream like a madman. Of course, that was like 20 plus years ago. I don't know if I could do it as well now. Nor do I know I couldn't stand as long as I had to, given my hip situation. But I remember Sunday mornings, Sunday afternoons from like, really, from like 10 o'clock in the morning until about roughly 3 o'clock, and then from like 5 o'clock when those youth groups would get out, our worst customers the whole week were church-going people. And I was a baby Christian at the time. It was a hard pill for me to swallow seeing how those Christians, and you knew they went to church, they were dressed up. You don't get dressed up to go to Brahms unless you've been to church, right? They treated us with such disrespect and meanness that it made me really wonder about their faith. And I was a baby Christian. I really wrestled with that. 
So I really try, when I'm dealing with those situations, I really try to show grace. And yeah, they're going to mess up my order. I've never not been to a restaurant that has never been perfect. I don't pay for perfection. I pay for food. And how we respond to those matters, those situations, makes a difference. We can be angry and we can be upset, but when we ask ourselves, is this something that Jesus would be angry and upset with? I guarantee you most of the things that we would say would be, nope, this is not a Jesus thing. This is a me thing. It's my will be done, not Jesus's. Now, there are things to get upset against. Racial injustice, people being mistreated. Those are things we get upset about. But because you didn't get the right amount of pickles on your order, that's not something to get angry about. But when we sow those seeds, when we, when we, when we cast those nets, when we, when we show our true colors, we're showing how we feel about Jesus. Jesus uses this parable. Always remember, when Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is like, be ready for something that you're not ready for kingdom of heaven is like a seed. Have you ever noticed? A seed just doesn't, you don't just pop it in the ground and boom, everything happens, right? It takes time. A lot of prayer in our house. As Lord knows, we do not have green thumbs in our house. We have more of an orange type thumb. But by gosh, we try. Well, Ashley tries. I sit back and know that I'm going to support her as much as I can, knowing that it's not going to work as well as we hope for But hey, we had one red tomato this year. That's a vast improvement. Oh, three, according to Emily. We're getting better. But that's what grace journey looks like. We get better. It's not that we perfect it in this life. We work towards perfection. So next year, I expect us to have seven, 12, 14. Because we continued, and we tried, and we worked hard. The same thing could be said about our discipleship. We don't just show up. We don't just show up and expect the Holy Spirit to give us all the answers to life's theories and thoughts and theologies right then and there. We learn along the way and we grow. You've heard me say that I hope that your faith is bigger than that third grade felt faith that you had. Because I want us to grow. And if you've ever noticed, a seed's growth is painful. It sheds that outer shell. And it starts to grow. That's painful. That's letting go of its old self and becoming something new. And as it grows each step of the way, it sheds something and grows into something new. That's the same thing with us. When we grow, when we allow God to work on us and to work through us, we shed our old self and grow. That's painful. But it'll be okay. Because God has us and is there for us. Church, the field is ready. People are looking for good and healthy relationships. People are looking for a faith community that stands up to injustice, that looks evil in its face and says, not today, Satan, and is willing to grow together in community, together in community, by supporting one another, caring for one another, 
regardless of where they're at in their life's journey or life's faith or what they said to you 20 years ago, but growing together in grace and learning that we can make this place a better place. We are called to be peacemakers by sowing seeds of peace. And we do that through our actions and inactions. And that's a rough challenge. How, what seeds are you going to sow? Are you going to sow seeds of love, hope, joy, peace? Or are you going to sow seeds of hate and malice? choice is ours. And it's something we do in every interaction. When we become self-aware like that, it changes the way we approach people. And it takes practice. I don't expect anybody to have it down pat. I'm not even, I'm not even perfect. I'm far from it. I'm still learning. There are times I need to be reminded, oh yeah, I need to be nice. Or I need to smile. Of course, it's really, that's one of the things I love about the mask. I don't have to know if I'm smiling or not at you. But your eyes sell it more than anything. So I want to challenge you to sow seeds of love, joy, hope, and peace. And see what happens. Because when we sow those seeds, they'll be ready for the farmer to go out because it's harvest time. And so I want to encourage you to sow seeds of peace this week. Because when we do that, it makes a difference. And be aware of those interactions that we have with people. And maybe there are some that we need to say we're sorry for. And help rebirth to happen. But remember, you're not alone. God is with you in every step and every breath that you take. So be ready. Because God's going to give you that opportunity to sow peace. Let us pray. God of hope, love, joy, and peace, help us. Help us be sowers of peace. And be reminded that in every step and every breath that we take is an opportunity to share your love your hope, your joy, and your peace with this world. And may we do it in such a way that people's lives are touched and transformed in everything we do. Lord, help us be good and faithful servants. Help us let go of those things that are keeping us from growing closer to you. Help us be open and honest about who we are. And Lord, just come. Come and fill our hearts with your peace. Lead us to be your people. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. We hope you have a good week, and we ask that you connect with us online at TahlequahUMC.org. Thank you, and have a good day.